Welcome to Basketball Party, episode 39. I'm Aaron M. Rousson in Los Angeles, California. And with me, Kim Houston in Louisville, Kentucky. Man, deep in the deep, we'll get to this later, but deep in uh, basketball territory for you. Oh, yeah. It, it's been an exciting madness. Madness. It's out yeah. there. We'll get to that later because I have a lot of feelings and emotions that I have to share. I, I mean, I, think, I feel like we both do. Yeah, that's true. So we'll get there. But uh, that way, people who don't care about college can just turn us off after, the, after we yeah. talk about the NBA. Um, even though I feel like our, our madness commentary will be great. So uh, the big news, I don't know if it's even, I wouldn't call it big news. Uh, Matt Barnes really turned it into a, a liability. <laughs> I mean, he, he's really going to, uh, I think at this point he should develop a nickname. Not, I mean, obviously he can't give a nickname to himself, but right. like someone is going to give him a nickname. I, you, you know, that's disparaging. Yeah. There's so many, there's, there isn't one isolated incident. You know, it's not like with Delonte West where it was, you know, Desperado after the, mm-hmm. uh, after the motorcycle incident, but what about meltdown Matt? <laughs> that's that's a good one. That's up there. Yeah, yeah. So the latest and greatest is that he, uh, you know, uh, I guess they they were playing the Bucks, and after a John Henson block, they kind of got into it. John Henson was ejected, and then Matt Barnes was cursing a blue streak apparently, and then also got ejected. And apparently ran towards the Bucks locker room to verbally confront John Henson. Although he claims, also, every time I say John Henson, all I can think about is the former talk suit post. So <laughs> just know that. With his little, like, skunk hair thing on the yeah. side? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I think about. But Class 90s. Oh, that, it was a great show. Um, I just, I, yeah. Wow. Um. <laughs> So when they had the monkey, the dum dum sucker, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, um, classic laugh. Get some monkey, get some. Yeah, I, <laughs> I could probably quote more of that show than I would like to admit. But uh, anyway, apparently, yeah. So Matt Barnes claims he was directed the wrong way by a, a wayward arena employee, but I, I, I don't know. Based on his history, I find that hard to believe. No, I mean, with Matt Barnes' history, it's almost 100% certain he was running to that locker room to start some shit. Yeah, if you're going to drive 95 miles to whoop someone's ass, I imagine you will take a short run to their locker room. So, uh, yeah, he was fined like $40,000 and suspended a game. So, back at it, man. Unstoppable. I just... Uh, I don't know, dude. I, I feel like in the off season he needs to do a little, maybe he needs Phil to give him a book to read or something. Uh, I mean, I think he probably just really needs to find, uh, a really good behavioral therapist or psychologist and really get to the root of, you know, why he's acting out. Yeah. I mean, he's had a lot of life events happen, don't get me wrong. But yeah. 
I mean, and, and that's the thing is, but you, you have to like, you know, it's all a process, you know? Yeah, totally. Totally. Uh, so I hope, yeah, I hope in the off season, he's not driving anywhere to beat anybody up. He's not running after anybody to beat them up or verbally assault them or whatever he plans on doing. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, at this point, it, it's not doing any favors for his career. Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> so, yeah. that uh, That's that event. Um, <laughs> in other uh, news, shoot-around type news, old man Dwayne Wade, 20,000 points. Congrats. Clap hands emoji. Congrats, Grandpa. Nice yeah. work. So, yeah, in a game where the Heat devastated the Cavs, I don't know what that was about, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I feel that... Uh, didn't LeBron have some Lamarks? Uh, Lamarks. Um, <laughs> that was completely unintentional also. That was which good, makes though. Me, which makes me feel horrible about myself. Well, <laughs> um, no. okay. Um, but, you know about how this uh, Cleveland-Miami game is uh, kind of, it's all mental. Yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of like, I think for Cleveland, not LeBron, but for Cleveland, it's like when um, you see an, an ex that broke up with you and you feel pretty confident because, like, you know you're looking good, you got LeBron <laughs> back. But you're still kind of insecure about it. Uh-huh. I feel like that's the vibe. That's the vibe there to me. Um, but, yeah, that game was not great. That's, that's the one thing about the Cavs is that they'll drop these, like, random games. Um, lost to the Jazz the other night, too, and I was just like, okay, mm -hmm. all right. Uh, but, to your point, clinched, mm -hmm. clinched their playoff situation. It's yeah. Great. As if there was any doubt, but uh yeah, uh what LeBron said was the way they've beat us here is a little concerning if we face them in the playoffs, James said. Uh I think we'll be ready for it more. We didn't play up to our potential. We didn't play our game. We let them play their game and they took it to us. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I mean, I don't really think that in a series the Heat can mm -hmm. beat the Cavs, but I don't know. Anything's possible at this point to me. The way basketball is going in the world right now, mm -hmm. anything's possible. I did see a great Cavs-Clippers game last week, though. Yeah. That, that was the reason why there was no basketball party last weekend. Yep. But, you know, I also had engagements, and it was tough for us to sync up. Yeah. I have never seen more Cavs fans outside of Cleveland than I did at Staples. It was so weird. Every direction, Cavs jerseys. It was crazy. I mean, it, that's super awesome. But, I mean, you, you also have, you know, the best player in the yeah, I know. In the world. So, I mean, it's just like you've got the potential for frontrunner jersey central. Yeah, but I will tell you this. It wasn't even just LeBron jerseys. I saw someone wearing a Booby Gibson jersey. <laughs> that rules. I hadn't seen that in a very long time. 
So booby. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. It was a lot. It was just, Mm -hmm. it was like calves gear in every direction, uh, which was disorienting, but also great. Um, but it was weird because, you know, a friend that I was with was like, oh, well, you know, it is LA, like blah, 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 blah. blah. And I was just like, Mm -hmm. I lived in New York for five years and I didn't see this many Cavs Mm -hmm. jerseys ever. I imagine that's probably different now to your point. Yeah. Front runner central, but Hey, I'll take it. It's better than other experiences that I've had, you know, getting yelled at by adult men. So, uh, but yeah, ended up being, uh, yeah, that was, that was a definitely, uh, strong showing for the Cavs. I mean, we, I, I watched the game, uh, on national TV, maybe had they had that national TV boost. Oh yeah, that little little pep little pep in their step. Mm-hmm. But I also, I mean, I for the most part, that West Coast trip was fairly successful because they also beat Kobe Bryant's Lakers, which <laughs> should surprise absolutely no one. But mm-hmm. uh, a coworker of mine went to that game, and he was all worried during the day because Kobe was listed as as. Uh, uh, possible for that game. And I was like, there is no way that Kobe Bryant isn't playing LeBron one last time. I was like, come on. Yeah. Of course they got weekend and Bernie's out there to, you know, shoot around. (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, I mean, beat the Kings, beat the Lakers, beat the Clippers, and then, you know, lost to the jazz. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) whatever. Well, I mean, that, you know, even on a, a road trip maybe you need a little rest on the bench yeah just give one up to the jazz um yeah at the sleepover center so <laughs> that's what they should you're right they should just rename their arena the sleepover sleepover center, center. yeah uh, speaking of arenas you had some big news yeah yeah i mean i i think big is <laughs> kind of uh maybe misleading yeah a little misleading but um so uh, it seems that uh, the Pistons are uh, going to have the longest homestand in 35 years. So, uh, yeah. Which, wait a minute. I'm confused, though. How is that true? Oh, here. Okay. So um, with a playoff spot now, a realistic possibility, Detroit will play its next nine games at the Palace, the longest home stand in franchise history. The Pistons don't have another road game until April 2nd at Chicago. By then, they hope to have taken a big step toward their first postseason berth since 2009. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. For them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, league-wide? I was like, how is that true? Now I get it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, on their way to that eighth, seventh seed, whatever happens. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Who knows? Anything can happen. Someone was asking me what the playoff slate looked like, and I was like, there is literally mm-hmm. no way to know that until, mm-hmm. you know, three weeks from now. Because yeah. remember what, last year, was it, where, like, everything was a crazy scramble at the end? Yeah. Yeah. The East it was, was, it was March Madness-like. Yeah. Yeah. But the West was like, who knows? Mm-hmm. The Spurs are fifth or whatever. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what, how the, how the, let the chips fall where they may, I guess. 
Um, so that should be exciting. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. We were kind of talking uh, about arenas in our prep. And I don't know. I I think it's interesting because, uh, I guess, upcoming... I would like to see all of the NBA arenas before I go. Mm-hmm. Before you uh, go to the big arena in the sky. Yeah, before I go to the big arena. And, and I've seen quite a few so far. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, what new ones am I going to have to contend with? You know, my list is, you know, kind of set right now, but what about in the future? And I, and I think about it just because in terms of how it seems we're on this weird cycle where however long, I don't know, there's like a 30, 40 year time period. And then all of a sudden a community really needs a brand new stadium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the palace, uh, the palace was built in 1988. Mm-hmm. So it's a millennial. It's a millennial. Um, so yeah, it'll be 30 soon. Uh, yeah. It's the palace. The palace is weird to me because it's just so far from. Oh from, yeah, from, it's very far from you know Detroit. It's yeah, basically Pontiac. Yeah, it's a little, a little mm-hmm. out there, a little isolated. Um, and and then and and I guess I was thinking about it because there's just been so much controversy, especially in Detroit, in terms of building. Uh, Building the new hockey stadium, mm-hmm. replacing yeah. the Joe. So yeah. yeah, I mean, there's always. Con- I mean, the Barclays Center is built mm-hmm. on built on controversy, mm-hmm. um, and uh, let's see. I'm, now I'm like mentally running through all the arenas that I've been to. Yeah, so I've been to like the oldest, the Garden. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I guess what's technically the newest, Barclays Center. Although mm-hmm. there might be newer ones than that now. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, things get... Well, there's also... Not only things get old over time, but uh, the weird like trends that happen mm-hmm. in arenas as well. And things that get built into new ones that didn't exist in old ones. Mm-hmm. And how you set up seating and everything else. I remember the first time I went to great American ballpark when I lived in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. it was so, it looked so much bigger and more expansive to me than Jacobs field. Granted it was mm-hmm. much newer, but even something like that, where you just see things change so drastically, who knows what arenas will be like in the future. Oh Jesus. You won't even watch, you won't even go to an arena. You'll just like get in your VR chamber at home and, <laughs> watch the game from there yeah they they say vr is the big thing at south by southwest this year oh the future mm-hmm. it's the future it's happening, it's happening. you're living it <laughs> so i don't know um so yeah and then that was my little arena spiel i'm gonna beat up. the cake oh yeah going to yeah. see a little tribe or die baseball yeah, May. Actually, I'm going to go to see a lot of baseball that month. Oh, enjoy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, <laughs> tell me. You know me, drinking and outside. Yeah. Love it. I mean, those things are great. Um, I, uh, I'm actually going to Pacers Nets next weekend at the Barclays Center. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Going to go for a little blue-collar gold swagger. Yeah, you know. I mean, I couldn't care less about the Nets, so, yeah, we'll see. I, it's a bummer because I get to New York Thursday, and Thursday is Nets-Cavs, but I can't Man. go. I can't go because I have a conflict, so. You, you might just have to uh, <laughs> pull, pull the trigger on a Hickory jersey, and I'll pay you back. <laughs> I don't think they'll be at the bar. There won't be. They won't be selling hickory jerseys at the. No, Barclays but then. the NBA store, dude. Oh, the NBA store. Yeah, I've already forgotten it. Even though I worked, <laughs> I worked across the street from it for three years. Ah, uh, yes, the NBA store. Ah, uh, yes, that place. Yeah, actually, that I'll be right sells. by there. I'll be right by there on Thursday, so I'll see. That sells the wares. Yeah, the place where I that I frequented many, many, many times while living in New York City. So, yeah, I'll have to I'll have to pop in, see what see what magical Jeremy Lin jerseys are on sale for you. <laughs> no. Like get me a hickory jersey and then surprise. <laughs> yeah, just like I'm not going to cash you any money for a Jeremy Lin jersey. I'm going to ask them to customize the hickory jersey and I'm going to have a <laughs> Lin put on the back. Sorry. Sorry about it. So, um, yeah, so that should be fun. My return <laughs> to the Barclays Center, which I actually really love, although I've heard it is awful to watch the Islanders there because they just, it was really poorly planned. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's, uh, that's what's up. Uh, but I feel like we have a much more important thing to talk about. Yeah. I mean, the NBA is great, and clearly we're slide, slip-sliding into playoffs. For sure. And the Spurs beat the Warriors last night, so great news for oh. me. Yeah. They, you, they're at, what, seven losses now? Yeah. Yeah, 13 games to go. Um, also, Countdown. Steph Curry mouth guard update. He played the last possession without his mouth guard in, so that was news <laughs> that I read on the internet. So you know, sometimes sport, that's the stuff about sports coverage that really grinds my gears sometimes. Uh, I also got a sad ES, an ESPN update that made me really sad. Mm. Um, not laughing uncontrollably like the one about Carmelo, but I got one that <laughs> said, Warriors power forward Anderson Verjao slings a pass to a wide open Harrison Barnes for a two-handed slam. And I was like, man... Yeah. Warriors. Anderson Vergeau. I mean, how about in this uh, I guess here's an upside if, you know, we are in the foregone conclusion season. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we're looking at yet another Cavs Warriors finals. Mm -hmm. And in your mind, Worst case scenario, the Warriors, again, win the championship. Mm -hmm. I, I think the silver lining there is Andy got a ring. Mm, I don't really feel that way. <laughs> I like that attempt at a silver lining, but I don't really, that's not really, it's not how I feel about that. 
So, uh, I mean, great, great, great job. Mm -hmm. So, um, actually, just speaking of ESPN alerts, just got one that they are shutting Anthony Davis down for the rest of the season. Oh. Yep. Yep. So. <sighs> That's sad. Yep. yep. I mean. I mean, A, Kentucky was eliminated yesterday. Mm -hmm. B, now this happens. Bad news for Wildcat Nation. Yeah. Big blue. So sad. So I guess that's good. So let's let's get into this. Okay. We got a lot to talk about. Lots to talk about. And and for our listeners who do not care about March Madness, um, you can feel free to stop listening now. (laughs) Yeah, unless if you want like to get and, and fired up. I don't up. think either of us are going to be offended. No, no. But I am about to get fired up. Um, March Madness is one of my favorite times of year. Mm-hmm. It's been that way for a long time. Um, you and I both went to universities with, I mean, yours is much more intense than mine, but mm-hmm. universities with strong basketball programs. So, and you were raised, you were deeply raised as a Hoosier. Mine was by chance. Yeah. So we both, yeah, this is a very passionate time of year for us both. So I went to the University of Cincinnati. Um, Clearly has its own (laughs) interesting (laughs) basketball history for better or worse. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah, have started making it to the dance again. It's been good. Mm-hmm. Past few years or so after some dark times in the NIT. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. But yeah, now we're back. Mm-hmm. Now we're back. The program is less of a embarrassment than it was for a little while. Mm-hmm. After the firing of Bob Huggins, who has found a new home in West Virginia wearing his plastic sweatsuits. So, um... Yeah, and then, Kim, you were raised? I uh, was raised a Indiana Hoosier, and then I attended Indiana University in the lovely Bloomington, Indiana. You made it official. Yep, I I put a ring on it, as it were. Yeah, yeah. Put a ring on that fandom. So, um, your basketball watching, your college basketball watching persona has its own name. (laughs) Yes, uh, I guess I, I guess this dates back. Uh, I don't know. You gave it to me. Yes, it was when um, you moved from. It was. Uh, it started when you were living in Michigan. Yeah, it started when I was living in Michigan. Um, but uh, so I have this red V-neck sweater uh, that I found at a. I don't know, like a Goodwill or something, and it's got the old like '80s IU logo on it. Mm-hmm. And I often wear that on game days uh, for the Hoosiers. And yeah, my my nickname that Aaron gave me is Lil Bobby, which uh, for those who may not know, is a reference to uh, Coach Knight. Yes. Yeah. In case you didn't know about Indiana's <laughs> most famous coach, Bob Knight, <laughs> known chair thrower, Bob Knight. <laughs> I believe once I, maybe I read this or Uh he always has a chair on him just in case he has to throw it. (laughs) Always possible. 
Oh, yeah. Could be. Um, but, yeah. yeah. Lil Bobby. Lil Bobby is not to be messed with. Lil Bobby is so... Passionate. Uh, Passionate is the, is the word I would use. Yeah. Um, this is how much of an Indiana basketball fan uh, I am. And this is like an old school story. Because I would have only been probably seven or eight at the time. Mm -hmm. But I read the most books in my summer reading program at my local library. Mm-hmm. In southern Indiana. And we had this, uh, I don't know, it was kind of like a little auction. And because I, you know, had the, you know, little most book money from all of the books that I read, uh, I purchased an autographed photo. Or, uh, yeah, it was autographed by Bob Knight, a photo of him. Wow. Yeah, that, that's what I, I used with dream. my book money. So... Yeah, every seven-year-old girl's dream, that, that autographed photo of Bob Knight. Yeah, uh, you know, a, a photo of a basketball coach. Yay. Yeah. Yay. A grown um, man. Yeah. Um, but, but that was how ingrained Indiana basketball was in my family. So um, yesterday was a big day. Yeah. I mean, let's go, let's go back in time. Uh-huh. Because first we have to get through <laughs> what happened to me. Uh-huh. So we'll go chronologically, I guess, yes. rather than reverse chronological order. First day started off okay, besides that Baylor situation. Mm-hmm. That messed me up, too. That was unexpected. Did not, did not like that. Went into Friday... Like, okay, things are going okay. We're going to be fine. And then Michigan State gets eliminated. Yeah. Brackets that... breaking across the nation. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the wine was... bracket has Michigan State winning. Uh, well, me and the wine bracket were heavily aligned then. And yeah. so I wasn't feeling too great about going into the Cincinnati game that night. I just didn't have a very good feeling. And then the game was meh, so-so. Mm-hmm. And actually, I'm going to have to pause myself because we're both watching this Notre Dame game. So let's just be real about what's happening right this now. This is fucked Go up. Go for it. Oh, oh my God. Yes! yes! Woo! All right. Woo! All right. Let's get these clowns out of here. Yes. Yes. Oh, my bone is so hard. Oh, my God. Wow, I've never wanted Notre Dame to win so badly in my life. Yeah, because seriously, I have Notre Dame beating them in the wine bracket. Oh, wine bracket. So strong. Wine bracket is so strong, except for it has Michigan State in the final. Yeah. So yeah. there's definitely a final coda Yeah. Well, for the, for the wine bracket, but... Yeah. Well, you know, I got to say, I'm really glad to see this ginger guy go away. Yeah. It's rare that I dislike my own people, but I can't with that guy. I don't I mean, like him. He was just, like, unusually cocky. I don't like him. I don't like that guy. And it's it feels wrong to be hating on a teenager, mm -hmm. probably. He's probably 19 or something. Oh, no, he's a senior, so he's in his 20s. Oh, okay. Oh, so he's 22, so that's fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, yeah I, no, like, it, and, and it's his senior year too, so that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, sweet prince. <laughs> oh. oh man, so I, I've got my brackets here, so I'm just gonna use the win highlighter for this one. Oh yeah. <laughs> win highlighter thanks so, notre dame although you're going to be upset with me uh i have oh oh my god we have white power two wait what's white power two because this white is gonna power be game two is going to be notre dame xavier oh man i'm gonna have to root for notre dame again i know oh look at these stunned stephen f austin fans stunned yeah. let's see you're charmed Postseason is over, gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, oh, fuck. I chose Notre Dame twice. Wow. Wine bracket, really? Really something. Oh, wait. I wasn't even looking at wine bracket. God damn it. <laughs> Get it together, Kim. Get your brackets organized. So, speaking of wine bracket, who did you have winning Cincinnati St. Joe's? Uh, Cincinnati, uh, let's see. I have three brackets going because Jason is part of this amazing bracket pool at work mm -hmm. where they give the winner a trophy and the loser a trophy, and it's money, too. Okay. <laughs> okay. But, but so the, the guy who runs it is um, works in scenery, and he's an Ohio State super fan. Um, but he tough, always do Tough these, road to hoe this year, then. Okay. For sure. But uh, he always does these really elaborate trophies. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so I, I'm I'm glad that I was able to elbow my way into an awesome bracket. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, but so I have uh, three brackets, and I think let's see. So you have one for this trophy pool. That's what we'll call that one. You oh have... no 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 no! I have three in the trophy pool. Wow. Yeah, because like you you get a deal like you can do three brackets for like ten bucks or something or twelve or something. Wow. See, this is what happens when you live in a place where like college basketball is really a thing. Yeah. I mean, not not that it's not here, but it's just it's different because there's other stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm in one but, at work. I have one bracket in it. There are nine people in it. That's mm -hmm. it. So sad. So in two of mine, I have Cincinnati winning, and in one, I had St. Joseph's. Okay, so was that wine bracket? That's my... Let's theory. see. Uh, let's see. Wine bracket. Actually, I chose Stephen A. Austin in two of my brackets. That's why I'm confused. Uh, it's Stephen F. Austin, Kim. I'll have you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, whatever. Nagadoches, Texas. Well, clearly I was drunk when I did all of these brackets, assholes. So. Yeah. Well, that's true. We, we can't, we can't, like, uh, that's true. <laughs> trust um, wine me on it. Um, so, yeah, that game was tough because. Uh, so wine bracket has Virginia and I had chose Cincinnati on wine bracket. Okay. So um, clearly Cincinnati did not win that game. No. Which came down to. Uh, a an officiating call at the end, which I thought was garbage. Yeah. Because, as I texted many fellow mm -hmm. Cincinnati alums, if that, if that ball was going in, I understand mm -hmm. that it was still kind of in that dude's hands when the buzzer hit, but it was going mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. That game was super close. 
It was the last game of the night. Mm-hmm. Just go to OT. Just go yeah. to OT. Instead, and I this is my conspiracy theory, which you mm-hmm. know. Yes. Is that if it had been a, a different team, mm-hmm. a whiter team with a different past, mm-hmm. would have gotten the call. Yeah. Which I know makes me, you know, like a tea party or, or whatever. Welcome but, to Kim's Conspiracy Corner. But I, I, you know, Cincinnati does not have a good reputation. Mm-hmm. It's changing now, but I remember I was actually telling someone this story the other night. When I went to Cincinnati, that was 2001. Um, like, nobody from Cleveland went to Cincinnati. Nobody went there. It was, like, mm-hmm. very rare. Um, and I remember all sorts of interesting comments made to me that I was going to school in the Golden Ghetto. Okay. Mm. Uh, and then after I started attending, I came home for Christmas or something and I was at a store and I ran into some guys I knew from high school, one of whom was going to Clemson. I'll never forget this because it's one of the most racist things anyone's ever said to me. (laughs) And he said that Cincinnati came down to play Clemson the other night and he said, yeah, they had to take all the shackles off your players before they could let them on the court. Oh. Whoa! Whoa! Okay. So, needless to say, I have a little chip on my shoulder about some people's opinion of University of Cincinnati basketball team. Uh, Yeah, that's fucking nuts. Yeah. So, so yeah, do I believe that that call was made against Cincinnati intentionally? Yeah, a lot of me thinks that. Um, I actually saw Cincinnati play St. Joe's a few years ago when I was living in New York, and we won. So, I guess, you know, to your point, this is how it happens sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I thought that call sucked. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, especially during the Manus, it always hurts when the call doesn't uh, go your way, mm-hmm. which sounds very, you know, <laughs> cool point, Kim. Yeah, yeah, it does but, suck when things don't go your way. Yeah, like, a cool point, but um, I, I think it's, you know, it, it kind of, we we encounter these calls, especially in uh, NBA games, even in games that really don't matter. Mm-hmm. So, say games in the regular season, but it, it does show you the the power of officiating sometimes. Oh yeah, and when yeah. officiating is just so blatantly bad, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And I feel like that's one of the big things that people. Since we're talking about the NCAA, it, it's, uh, you know, I, I think one of the conspiracy theories that, you know, a lot of people who like the NCAA have, well, it's just, you know, the fix is in. Yeah. You well, know, for, there's for, the history to back that up for sure. Yeah. Um, but, but even still, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that call... It wasn't necessarily a bad call. Like, if we're going rule book 
it, then yes. Yeah, then that call, like, they had, what's his name, J.D. Collins on the after show to talk about <laughs> it, and I didn't listen, because mm-hmm. fuck that guy. But <laughs> Yeah. But um, it was just one of those things where you could have made the call that would have extended the game, or instead you chose to give it to St. Joe's. So hmm. that's what happens. I get it. But it was the cap to a not great day. So mm-hmm. I was just like, of course, this is how this is going to end. But moving on, let's get yeah. into yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. What a day. What a, day. What a time to be alive. Yesterday. What a time to be alive. Um, we, we had, let's discuss first the, the White Power Bowl. Yeah, the White Power Bowl. I, uh, maybe white privilege bowl is a little more appropriate. Yeah, yeah, white privilege bowl, uh, definitely. White privilege classic, Duke Yale. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'd like to bring up as we did last week. I'd like to discuss mm-hmm. a classic tweet. Mm-hmm. I have one specifically for this game. And it, it's perfect. It's this one is just. So good. This is a Jason Concepcion from three years ago, also known as Network on the internet. Love you, Network. All caps, body that corner three, then go work at my uncle's hedge fund. So true. Mm-hmm. Just so true. Yep. Um, I did not watch that game. Uh, I watched the end of it because I was uh, pre-gaming for my game. So, yeah, I couldn't, that was too much white privilege for me. Um, Kind of like, uh, you know, watching Duke, Kentucky last year. Yeah. I mean, I I called the white privilege bowl in my bracket, and I called the winner. Duke. So you went with Duke, huh? Yeah, I went with Duke being the winner. Coach K. What? Coach K. What what is that team going to do when, or what is Duke University going to do when Coach K retires? Um, and they should just scorched earth. I mean, what are you going to do? Like that, just. that is, whoo. I mean, it's kind of like, I, I, hopefully it will end differently, but like mm-hmm. Penn State football, like, I don't, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, do you think Coach K will just like die on the court coaching? Like Kobe, like how I said Kobe Bryant was going to go out? Um... What's Coach K going to do, like, after he retires? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe get really into philanthropy? I don't know. Start a little, start clinics? But I, don't I, know. But I, I guess that's a, kind of a weird existential question. Mm-hmm. You know, what do highly competitive people do in retirement? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I haven't you know, yet found out, I guess. Do you like start, you know, doing a thousand dollar golf games on the course on Tuesdays or like whatever? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I'm glad wine bracket correctly assessed the white privilege bowl. Nice work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, so then know. let's get into the real, the real meat of the situation. Yeah, well, I mean, I I don't want to, like, do, you know, a moment-by-moment play, but, uh, so, Indiana won. Yeah, let's talk about who Indiana played, though, because that's a team that we both 
have some yeah we, we've talked about um and I, I have to say that uh this is vindication for the uh so in the this was the first time that indiana and kentucky have played in let's see four years i want to say okay three or four years um so the last time that indiana and kentucky played it was on indiana's home court in bloomington Mm -hmm. um Christian Watford hit a buzzer beater in that game, and uh, students rushed the floor. Um, People rang a bell for me in the bar where I was watching the game in Ypsilanti, Michigan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And since then, um, because uh, the Indiana-Kentucky game has historically been one of the big rivalry games that occur as before basically conference play begins in the NCAA. So um, it's kind of one of the last games uh, as you're on ramping into whatever the, you would consider the regular season uh, in NCAA play. Um, And contract negotiations basically broke down uh, between Indiana and Kentucky because uh, the sticking point was Indiana wanted to go home court for home court as it had pretty much historically been. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, they, well, I don't want to say completely historically because um, I got shoved in a fight. Whoa. Uh, when I saw Indiana and Kentucky in the mid aughts <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was not involved in the fight. I, I don't want listeners thinking that I was in the fight. It was between an Indiana and a Kentucky fan, and I was just there, and I got shoved. So oh, okay, okay, yeah. So it's I, less, I was, less dramatic than it initially sounded. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but that was, uh, that game occurred in Louisville. Okay. Um, and, and that game is kind of famous because that was the one when Mike Davis, the Indiana coach at the time, kind of stormed the court angrily. Mm. Okay. Um, so some deep Hoosier history here. Deep Hoosier history. Um, but so it kind of goes a little, but so basically contract negotiations have gone down. So our rivalry game now is usually between like Butler, right? I think we had one year in, in the years that we have not had the Indiana Kentucky game. Our rivalry games have been between like Butler and, and I think maybe even we even had one with like Notre Dame and just like, who cares? Like who cares? (laughs) Okay. I mean, and, and they call it something like the Crossroads Classic or something. Cause yeah, they all have names. Like, they all have yeah, names. Yeah, the well. Crossroads Classic because we're the, you know, the Crossroads of America and Indiana. And she's like, no, no. Okay. All right. These okay. are fabricated. Okay, I need you to get into the present. <laughs> let's, talk about, let's talk about yesterday's game. Yesterday's game, we won. It was great. <laughs> it was um, great. We won. Like, um, I... You know, both 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 teams played really hard. It was it was very much kind of you know a classic barn burner. I want to say like it was good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you would probably say something different if you didn't win, but 
I mean, yes, I, I would have been pretty upset had we not won. But um, again, and, and the reason why I gave the long history about the past four years, four or five years or whatever, is because we won on a neutral court, which yeah. is what Kentucky wants. Yeah. To continue the, the this rivalry game, mm-hmm. you know, so home court, neutral court, we can still beat Kentucky because I, I think that was the, the biggest thing uh, about the game yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was probably much more of a mental game than it was actually, you know, a physical game. And there were a lot of players that uh, left the floor because of injuries. Um, so it, it was a little scrappy, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, I, I think, I think what should come from this is that the rivalry game is reintroduced because it is one of the more fun because, uh, you know, I think that's one argument that can be made about either NCAA basketball or uh, the NBA is mm-hmm. what, what does the uh, regular season really matter except for to get you a seating? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and yeah. And I think maybe less so in the NBA because there, you know, there's, it's longer. There, there's so much more to follow. Um, but you know, you could see that argument at least. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy mm-hmm. for you. Thank um, you. Meanwhile, I have absolutely nothing going on because my bracket is destroyed thanks to Michigan State, and now Cincinnati gone too soon. Mm-hmm. So it's between you and friend of the pod, Jen Rizzo, Jayhawk, my Jayhawk mm-hmm. person. Other than that, I'm like, I got nothing doing. Yeah, in my in my emotional bracket, mm-hmm. I have Indiana and Kansas playing in the final game. Ooh, wow, that's yikes. Um, yeah, uh, that's a house divided for for me, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I. Um, now my only hope is for Xavier to get eliminated. So we've, mm-hmm. I've defaulted to just hate, hate watching games more than anything. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's nothing. There are a few things I dislike more than, than the Xavier basketball program. Mm-hmm. If we're talking strictly college basketball. Yeah. Clearly there's things I dislike more. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I can't with Xavier. So that, that game... The Xavier Cincinnati game has been has also had a illustrious history filled with mm-hmm. violence and neutral sites and everything else. So um, yeah, that I hate Xavier. So <laughs> so That's for your say. for your and next white privilege classic. Yeah, if Xavier wins again, then it will be. Uh, white privilege classic dose. Yeah, we'll get a little Notre yeah. Dame and Xavier. Notre Dame Xavier. What? Um, <laughs> Go Fighting Irish, I guess. I guess, yeah. Ugh. Never thought the day would come to pass that I'd be like, you know who I really want to win this game? Notre Dame. Notre Dame. <laughs> really sticking with Notre Dame this time. That just seems mm-hmm. kind of gross. Um, I will say that uh, March Madness does make me miss college. 
mm-hmm. and also graduate school when I could just freely watch games all day long with no consequence. Um, you know, I work for a place that nobody on my side of the building cares about basketball whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of a lone wolf on that one. Um, but yeah. Also, oh man, I, for- I know what I forgot to bring up. Gonzaga. Mm. Oh. How stoked do you think Adam Morrison is right now? Oh man, he'll never lose that intensity. Do you think he's, do you think he is excited or do you think he's excited, but that's weighted by his own sadness about when he got eliminated out of the tournament? Mm. You know, I think it's probably a mix of both. Yeah, Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a bit of both. And you know what? I forgot to tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I met the parent of an Indiana basketball player. Okay. okay. Yeah, when we were uh, eating at the bar at a, uh, oh Jesus, I always want to say California Pizza Kitchen, but it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh. But basically, we're eating at the mall just because we were, like, out there and we were running errands and just, like, I don't care. I need food or I'm going to hit someone in the face. Okay. It was, like, one of those things. Yeah. And so I'm having my drink, waiting for our food. And then, like, this guy who's just, like, very loud and boisterous, kind of, and he, like, starts talking to other people around us, and it's very clear that he is the parent of a current Indiana Hoosier. Oh, man. And then... It, I like and, how this story started, like you met a celebrity. No, it, no, it's not a celebrity at all, although this guy definitely thought he was a celebrity. That's hilarious. But, but you know what? Truly, it was more like super proud dad. You okay. know, okay. like someone who's just like, but, you know, and this was following after Indiana getting eliminated uh, by that buzzer beater by Michigan in the Big Ten tournament. Oh, wait, this is. Oh, OK. So this is like very recent. Like this okay. was last weekend or the weekend before. OK. okay. Yeah. OK. I'm with you. I yeah. Yeah. The timeline so here. this is like very recent. So this dad is amped up. Basically. This dad is amped up, um, and he's this dad just, is on fire, if you will. He is in fuego, and the dad asked the bartender to turn it to the Michigan State game, mm. and the dad is to my left hand side, and my boyfriend is to my right, and uh, the dad is very much wanting to talk to me because whenever like he was loudly talking to other people at the bar, he said, you know, that his son plays for Indiana, blah, blah, blah. And this was also during the Kentucky game, uh, because the Kentucky game was playing at the bar. You know, he said he was a parent of a Hoosier and I was like, go Hoosiers or whatever. And then I continued to have my lunch dinner and then he just proceeds to like he showed me his daughter's wedding photo wow wow yeah and he was like that's my son at the end because he was part of the wedding party 
Um, and he looked really small. But the groom was seven one and apparently plays for the Portland Trailblazers. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And 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 I really don't have any of the names. I I found out who uh, I I deduced who the Indiana player is, and I don't want to say it because you want to divulge this info. Yeah. Keep yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't want to put anybody. Yeah, I don't want to put anybody on blast, but it was just like one of those moments where, um, and I know that you and I have a long storied history of like going to bars and watching sports, Mm -hmm. and this was one of those accidental moments where I just fell into it, where it's just a random person is like telling you their life story because you're watching sports. Yeah, of course, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, uh... I mean, I like that brush with madness fame, I guess. That's really... Yeah, yeah. Now now I, I specifically yell at that player on the TV. Oh, you have, a, you have a kinship with him now. He doesn't know it, though. He doesn't know it, though. He is unaware of that fact. Um, no, it just, it, it just kind of makes my boyfriend laugh. You're just friending that guy. I, I'm surprised you guys didn't, like, stand up and, like, cheer for Jimmy Chitwood and... You guys didn't like say a pledge when you found out. Was that so? Did that guy also go to IU? I, I have no idea. But when I walked away, he he did the who who Hoosier to oh. me. Yeah. <laughs> he did it to me. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm very. Speaking of cheers, I'm very disappointed because I usually this is usually prime time for me to be very involved in the Cincinnati chant. Uh, yeah, but that was gone too soon. Gone too soon this year. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is just ooh 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 you see. That's how it goes. It's really it's really not the not the most creative cheer. I mean, I think it's great. It's great. I mean I love texting it to people. I love tweeting it and now that time is over. Um, it's okay. I'll 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 send you like we could do hoo hoo hoosier. <laughs> Um, I, I can send you our fight song lyrics. You gotta bring out the classic one, though. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I don't we know. Haven't, I don't believe we've discussed this material on this podcast before, uh-huh. but, um, what's his name? What's that one song that was basically about murdering people on the court? <laughs> Oh, oh shit! What is his name? This is deep. This is like, <laughs> uh, like the deepest cut. This is, we are going way back here. Um. Uh, oh shoot! What is that dude's name? I can't. I cannot remember because I feel like it was. It was on Spotify or something. It was on it was Spotify, but I don't think it's on Spotify anymore. It was. It was like, let's go Hoosiers! Let's go Hoosiers! Yeah. Um. But it was. Basically by some unknown rapper. Yeah. But and was... I, because, and I found it because I was uh, making like a Sweet 16 playlist and I wanted to find um, a song about every team, but I, I wanted like an all hip hop thing going. Um, and I just somehow stumbled upon this. I feel like his name was like Carl or let's see. I, this was a very, this was, 
this rap song was very important to us. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was... Something Loco? Am I... Oh, Carlos Loco. Carlos Loco. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you know what? That might have to be an outro. That, if we can find it, that song... No, it's on YouTube. Like, oh, okay. it was on YouTube. I'm surprised I didn't think to post that yesterday. Because Ooh. that was the one of the most hilarious things I've ever found. And I think he actually has his real phone number on the YouTube. Uh, Hoosier's Fight? Is that what the song is called? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that song, it, yeah, where it's basically like condoning violence on the court. Yeah, it's just like you should pull out weapons on the court. Oh, man, a real classic of our time. That's, that's a real good one. Carlos yeah. Loco. Carlos Loco. Yeah, because I, I think when we had your, your uh, quinceanera dose, I think we originally joked about getting Carlos Loco to perform at it. <laughs> that would have been perfect. I, I should like have another was... quince when I turn 45. Yeah, just just keep going for it. Maybe Carlos Loco will come perform at that one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was really... That song, wow. There's a lot. There's a lot of material out there. Yeah, very violent. Very violent. Hoosiers <laughs> so fight song. So... I hope they bring it back this year, you know, really embrace it. Yeah, I mean... You're playing it, it, UNC, so, you know, you better... Yeah, gotta another get amped. storied basketball program. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be so many, like, you know, weird montages, I bet. Yeah. I, photos of Dean Smith and Bobby Knight. This madness is kind of weird because I feel like... Um, it started off with all these kind of like wild card, like mm -hmm. weird teams advancing, but now it feels like as it progresses further, we're just getting into the old hat teams. No offense <laughs> to you or, you know, Jen, Jen's Kansas allegiance, but like <laughs> Kansas, UNC, Indiana, <laughs> uh, Duke, Notre Dame, like, you know, it's kind of... It's fine, but it's also like, wow, okay, all right. Legacy bracket. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting how this is all kind of shaking out. Um, yeah. Now that now that we're progressing deeper, because all these like rando seeds advanced, and now they're they're just slowly being culled by old guard teams. So I mean, anything can happen. Mm hmm. You know, Stephen F. Austin. R.I.P. R.I.P. Mm -hmm. R.I.P. to that ginger uh, guy's beard, probably. <laughs> what were what were you so opposed to that guy? I just didn't like him. Yeah. So I don't know why. I mean, there's no, absolutely no logic. I watched them play basically one and a half games. Yeah, I mean, uh, he definitely had that kind of like cocky dude attitude. I mean, he's probably a perfectly fine guy. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, I just didn't like him. Um, he had the crazy eyes. He didn't even have the crazy eyes. I was just like, ugh, this guy. I don't like this guy. I don't like this guy's vibe. Um, you know, there have been players, there have been many players over time that have endeared themselves to me. Mm -hmm. uh, 
let's recall Luke Shencher, who played for uh, Georgia Tech way mm-hmm. back in the day. Um, actually, I don't know if you remember. Do you remember that guy? He was a very tall Australian ginger. He played for Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of tech students made Luke Shencher has a posse t-shirts. Oh, yeah, I remember the t-shirts. And at the time, I was going to Cincinnati, and I was like, I really want one of those t-shirts. Like, those t-shirts are hilarious. Mm-hmm. And later, I don't know if you know this, later I moved to Atlanta mm-hmm. and became friends with the guy who had made those t-shirts. And so I got one. Now I have one. Nice. The world is really small. Mm-hmm. Um, another fave of mine, well, my real fave and then his, mm-hmm. his teammate, uh, Kevin Pitsnoggle from West Virginia. <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember him? I've seen yeah. his wedding photos. Uh, but, you know, my favorite, my NCAA crush of all time, mm-hmm. West Virginia's Mike Anzi. Mm. Loved him. Loved him. Miss you. I don't know where he is now. He's from Cleveland. Um, but yeah, he did West Virginia lottery commercials. So <laughs> cool. Cool yeah. life. But, uh, yeah, that's, I don't know why I didn't like that guy. I just didn't like him, but now it doesn't matter. Cause now he's gone. Adios. So sayonara. sayonara. Um, but yeah, that's about, that's about it. When does Indiana play next? When's you guys got a little, uh, on the I bench think time. Mm. Yeah. All right. So, That's a decent rest on the bench. A decent rest on the bench. Um, I'm very much hoping for. It's going to be another intense one, though. Yeah. I mean, but I, I think I'm going to be able to watch it alone because I'll be with my grandmother. Oh, well, that's basically or Or what's worse is... I, my aunt and uncle will invite me next door to their house to watch the game mm-hmm. where it's going to be a very intense Hoosier, Hoosier, Hoosier. Uh, yes. Uh, a, 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 a deep cell of Hoosiers. Embedded yeah. cell of Hoosiers there, yeah. Yeah, and, and that might be a little intense for me. So uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I'm I'm nervous but excited you know mm-hmm. it, it, it's fun it's March fun. Madness it's great. fun I'm having fun yeah mm-hmm. it's always fun I just wish it was a little more fun for me this year but not to be not to well be. but you're a uh, honorary Hoosier yeah and an yeah. honorary Jayhawk yeah I, I know I mean I have other friends with different allegiances so there's there's that but it's not you know it's not the same as your team no, so. it, it, no, it's not at all. But, you know, it, it's good to rally around something. True. That's true. So. Oh, all right. Well, any other, any other uh, remarks? Lamarks? Lamarks? <laughs> any Damn further it. Lamarks? Lamarks, no. Uh, go Hoosiers, though. Yeah, go Hoosiers. Carlos yeah. Loco. Um, let's go Hoosiers let's go I can't wait to edit that down for (laughs) outro so we'll be off next week because I'll be in in the the big apple yeah so 
Uh, we'll we'll have to come back with a, you know, we'll we'll be on ramping to playoffs, but oh, yeah. we record next, so yeah. we'll we'll have lots to chat about. Oh yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, let's go Hoosiers. Let's go Hoosiers. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Stuff. It's time to call a bluff. Let's knuckle up and buck. Who's just fluffed them up? My right hook, straight jabs and uppercuts. Bust they jams up, bounce them off they butts. Just dump out they guts. Now that's what's up. A country beat down by these Hoosier hands, securing another win for the Hoosier land. So we can party grand, standing as champions, clapping our hands, victory clowning our dance. Stand, clap.